Does it ever feel like your teenagers have unhealthy habits or are engaging in behaviors that just don't really seem to make sense to you? You just can't wrap your head around why they're doing things this way and why they can't just make better choices. Well, the answer lies, of course, in their brain. And specifically, there are four neurochemicals that drive a vast amount of human behavior. We're going to be diving deep into the neuroscience of unhealthy habits and how to fix them in an upcoming episode of the podcast featuring Loretta Bruning, author of the book Habits of a Happy Brain. Here's a clip from that episode. If I go into a hot tub, when you first go into a hot tub, it burns and that triggers your endorphin. And that's that great feeling of getting into a hot tub. But in a few minutes, you barely notice it. There's nothing. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, maybe you're chit chatting. If you maybe go into the hot tub with a friend and get into an argument or something, I don't know, like where are we going to have dinner? Now, if you made that water in the hot tub even hotter, yeah. that would trigger more endorphin, but that Ooh. would be crazy, stupid, dangerous. Right. And that shows that we are not designed to chase endorphin. Painting a painting doesn't feel good as doing a video game in that first moment. And so that's where your knowledge of your brain comes in. And you remind yourself that the reason the other one felt so good is not because of that activity itself, but because it shifted you from focusing on the lion and it built a pathway. And now the new behavior doesn't feel so good because the pathway doesn't exist yet. It's not so strong. Yes. And because the more strong the behavior is, more harmful and unnatural it is. So in order to build a good habit, it takes a lot more repetition. If we understand that this one moment of feeling socially rejected feels like such a crisis because our lives are otherwise so safe. It's sort of like you go on the playground and somebody nanny nannies you and you say, I'm never going to go on the playground again. My <laughs> no, And I relate to that feeling, but that's like not helpful. And it's, yeah. it's parents job not to like reward that feel like, oh, I never want my little baby to feel bad for one minute ever, or to challenge your bad feelings and work into that, um, face that fear and take that step. Often when parents have these rejection fears, they project them onto their children and they inadvertently give their children permission to fear rejection and avoid social challenges. This episode is coming soon to Talking to Teens. If you want to get the whole thing right now, sign up for a membership. Our members get exclusive access to the full-length extended editions of all of our podcast episodes and unreleased episodes weeks before they become available to the public. Take advantage of our 14-day free trial. Sign up for a membership today.